Stuvel. <laughs> <laughs> Say whatever you want, man. Stuvel. 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 With an U, not an O. U. You're listening to the Blender Institute podcast, brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Do you suffer from low poly inspiration? Bump up your resolution on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. And joining us today is Francesco Sede. Hey. Sebren Stuvel. Hello. Andy Goralczyk. Hey. <laughs> Pablo Vasquez. Hola. And I'm Hjalti Almason. Here's your host, Francesco. Oh. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our 20th episode. So last week, you might have noticed that there was no uh, Blender Institute podcast. And uh, well, we kind of skipped a bit for, for once, but we are totally planning to stay on track. And uh, as a matter of fact, last week we published a, a blog post on the cloud website um, saying that there was going to be no podcast and with a newsletter um, content that we sent out to our cloud subscribers and supporters that uh, said what was actually going on in the past week and in the past weeks. So there is actually some information there and uh, it's been very busy time for us. But uh, yeah, so if you want to learn more or just get a recap of the past month, you can find it there. And uh, now we are actually back with plenty of other things that are happening. Hey guys, do you want some t-shirts? You can get the Caminantes t-shirts on the cloud. You know, yeah. We're selling them on the cloud or no? No, <laughs> not, yet, not, yet. not yet. Not yet. Oh, Hang on. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Awesome. Well, we forgot to plug it last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, well, um, what's been going on uh, around the internet, Pablo? Well, the internet, uh, many things have happened there. In the community news this week, we have major announcements. Blender 277. A is out. We managed to screw it up again. <laughs> Have a release with uh, some broken stuff. Uh, some of them were minor. Some of them were big things, like the, the way um, navigation happened with the numpad, like the, the yeah, that, like that was, yeah, two, four, six, blah blah, to rotate. That was completely different in 77, and that's not allowed. The fix. It, it was a fix, actually. It wasn't really. Um, something wrong. It's just a different way of working, but it's something that shouldn't happen in 277. For those things, you need a, a better... Um, everybody should agree on it. There should be a meeting about it. Should, everybody should be fine with it. And it should be a major release, like 2.8. So that was a big surprise. I remember yes. testing it and being like, Whoa. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and I haven't been updating Blender. I actually don't use the NumPad at all. That much? Do you do? You, yeah, do you I, use, I it? use it. Use it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that's why. And for then, anything but top down, left, right, or uh, mean, I use it for input numbers actually. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. But uh, I mean, top view. I use the the regular ones, and I use the emulate numpad thing. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Amazing. I always I use the numpad the all the time. Yeah. yeah? But yeah. but you have to leave your hand off the mouse. It's, it's like my, my mouse hand is really close to the, to the numpad. Or you have yeah. long fingers and you can keep one ma one hand one finger on the mouse and then. Okay, sorry. Well, I do actually work really slow, so it doesn't. <laughs> ah, so you go slow, <laughs> click about it. Yeah. But anyway, the A in 277A is really tiny, at least in the splash screen that I've seen. Uh, yeah, I didn't see it yet. We have it down to what eight points? It's like yeah, yeah it gets smaller and smaller. <laughs> It's tiny A, and then B and C, and then yeah, we can beer. Yeah, and then it's dot. When yes. It's dot, then it's done. So, so there was that fix plus other eighty bucks fixed, 
And uh, yeah, it's totally, you should totally get it if, you, if you're using 277 update because it's worth it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then uh, the next release, it's supposed to be 278, but there are no, um, no big plans. plans for it, like no dates yet. Because 2.8, not 278, 2.8 is a big thing coming. Is the next big thing. And two point five. Uh, two, yeah, exactly. It's like it's it's like a, some sort of two point five where everyone better two point five. Exactly wow. where we kick out all the things that don't work or then they need to be rewritten. Like the stars rendering. Wait. <laughs> oh, that, oh no, that's gone. No. Rest in peace, stars. Um, but no, like the viewport. And it's weird because that also was removing 2.5. Remember when you had no viewport? Everything. Yeah. yeah. And now we're removing it again, plus other areas that need to be rewritten, like the particles. Yeah, we and saw. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw the commits by Lucas Tone. He's, he's a module owner of that area. And I saw like the first few commits. Immediately he made a branch to remove all the particle code. And it feels so good. Can only imagine how he feels removing yeah, the. I wish I could see him right now deleting everything. Backspace, backspace, backspace. Yeah. <laughs> one, <laughs> by one by one, line by line. <laughs> yes, the particle system in Blender is old. Uh, it 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 can't handle anything else than what it does now. So we we found the limits in Cosmos, in Caminandes, in, in Sintel two years ago, five years ago, and it's good that it's coming out. So ju- just for clarification, um, it's being removed, not to remove it, but to replace it with something yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, so don't be afraid, dear listeners, that mm-hmm. we won't have particles anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, there, there will be a particles, there will be a viewport in 2.8. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But the idea is to just remove all the old code and start bringing it back yeah. uh, as clean as possible, even though some of it might come back. Like in 2.5, the idea was to remove everything. And then break it back clean. Some tools didn't make <laughs> didn't get clean, and they come back. But same will happen with two point eight. So the for the next meeting, the next developers meeting, I think the the eighteenth, or you can uh, confirm in Blender Coders. <laughs> yeah, you can find out the time for the next meeting in Blender Because in the next meeting there will be a proposal for two point eight, or that's what they say in the meeting notes. So that's it for 2.8. But there are more news. I think I, I'm talking about everything. Do you want to talk about, do you want to share other news? He's looking at Andy. <laughs> Micropoly displacement. <laughs> Micropoly. Isn't it exciting? I, I only heard the rumors and I saw one picture. I don't like. I, I, I don't have any time to follow the news, really. But was, what, what happened with that? I, it just popped out of no, nowhere, right? Yes, developer My Lavelle. Uh, posted this this patch in this uh, it was on GitHub. It was, was a branch with this new Micropoly uh, displacement for cycles that it looks pretty promising. Amazing, amazing. And then immediately it, it went to um, to developer the Blender.org where all the the other branches are there. And a very nice and long discussion happened between Brecht, the original developer of cycles, and Sergey, module owner, too, and developer of cycles. And it's so good to see them excited about it. Like, uh, like you see, I don't understand anything, of course, but you see them talking about the, the features and how to fix it and everything. So 
there is already a branch for this. It's not, of course, not ready for production, but there is a branch where this is happening. It's called temp cycle micro displacement and is under heavy development. So good times coming. So, but for whoever is not uh, really familiar with this whole micro displacement stuff, could you just like summarize in a few words what is that supposed to be? Because that word has been around for a while and yeah. people always say that about render engines and I heard it about Blender internal and cycles too. Should have micro displacement as if it's like the thing that fixes everything. So what does that do actually? Well, you know how you have, uh, I don't know who wants somebody else. I'm talking since forever mm -hmm. today. So Andy, what you, is? Well, I don't know, but Sibrin looks like a developer. Yeah, you look yeah. like a developer. Yeah. Yeah, I am Dr. a developer. Dr. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Almost. One more week. Uh, I don't know what micro displacement. It's like is. displacement, but mac micro. micro. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, so you know how you have bump, for example, that it it looks like it distorts the the surface, but it's only it's only a an effect, right? It's only for the light. Yeah, it's only shading. Yeah, exactly. This would actually displace the surface. And it would do it in a very smart way that is uh, adaptive. So it would only displace where you need it. It would only have detail where you need it. And that way you have real, like when you use them in occlusion or uh, pretty much anything, you, you have real displacement. Hmm. And so I guess the difference with regular displacement is then that micro displacement can actually add geometry where yeah. it's needed. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what, what Cycles does, because I mean, Cycles is different than uh, a race render where micro displacement is an inherent feature of the, the way it's rendering, but um, I have no idea. I might be saying something completely wrong. So for micro displacement, uh, geometry is actually uh, re-evaluated, diced at render yeah. time to uh, so that each polygon is actually the size of a pixel on the screen. And that's where... Um, that's what happens with any geometry, I think, in RenderMan, for example. Could be wrong, but that's it, why micro-displacement is so cheap there, relatively cheap. Yeah, for um, Monsters Universities, I think it's the first time they used it, like for a big feature, they were talking about it. And um, you can totally see it. If you, if you just Google for, for uh, Monsters University 4K renders, and there are some where you see like the pebbles in the ground and things that, People didn't model that. But that I thought, that they, wasn't I thought they had micro poly displacement since Toy Story and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, since, yeah. No. Since the Wrath of Khan, when they made that one fly through the planet. Ah, the yes. So. No, I was mistaken with GI. Yeah. Uh, and micro displacement. It's, it's, a, it's a mix of both. And it looks amazing, of course. Mm -hmm. It's, it's yeah. great. It's like free detail. Just put a bump and then you displace it and then it looks great. I can so, imagine that with cycles you run into problems. I right uh, like the, the 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 word was coming up and i i thought hmm micro poly displacement on a mesh with uh hair on it and motion blur huh. and deformation <laughs> that might be really slow yeah in a smoky area in a smoky area <laughs> with cloth simulation and um, yeah well uh, uh, speaking yeah, of motion blur there is a a few uh, today also just a few hours ago Sergey committed uh, made a new branch for Cycles Hair BBH. So now we on, we don't have only one BBH, but we have two of them: one for regular triangles and then one for hair. So that means that we can uh, we we like like oh yes we uh, we can optimize the code. Not like the the smart people can optimize the BBH for hair, which is 
great news. So that does the rate rotate thing, you right? Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. yet. Like, oh, okay. it's, it's coming, but it's it's. Uh, I wish he was here. But basically, he just split he split the VVH in yeah. two of them. So one cool. of them is the uh, the one for hair, which you can actually just uh, do optimizations for hair, like. So good because it means that hair will get more attention. Yeah. There are already like some some tests that he did already show uh, less memory usage and less render time. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um, and he said he put it there because he actually thinks it's interesting also for people to try out. So maybe next week, uh, if somebody you know uh, tries to do something with it or we hear something about it, we will be happy to talk about it again and maybe Sergey's yeah. gonna be here so we can learn more because this is like really super fresh just uh, happened so yeah just a good. few hours ago and he he came up yeah i committed a thing <laughs> <laughs> a thing of course uh but like the, he did a few tests with the coral and he went from like nine to to seven minutes or something like that like there was some yeah. really good Im improvements and another fix that he did today i didn't write here in the news but it's a it's about the spatial splits um memory usage he managed to get it from well in computers with a lot of uh, threads like the intels we have here it managed to get memory from 36 gigs to 6 gigs or something like that 7 gigs whoa so major that's a lot yes so that now means, we can actually render stuff and that also accounts for gpu so you can actually put stuff um, on gpu that's not supposed to i'm not sure about <laughs> that either. we will need a doctor to okay. confirm this but yeah. Um, but no, it, it is a big improvement and it happened in master recently. So, so I feel like I'm talking forever. So many news this week. Mm -hmm. Cycles got a version. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Version Happy number. Birthday. Like, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> cycles is now 1.7. Okay. And the number one is because it's already mature enough. And when there's number seven is for 2.7, Blender 2.7. So it's the one we're using. So yeah, it's just a tiny new. And there is another branch in the neighborhood by Clemens Foucault. Foucault. How would you rate it? Sorry. Foucault. Foucault. Clement Foucault. Clement. What are you laughing about? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't like this podcast is highly censored. And it's like, oh yeah, Clement Foucault. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is Sorry, highly man. censored. <laughs> like, really highly censored. Wow. <laughs> so you can tell Pablo said that, like, yeah, other smart people will fix it. Yeah, we are not the yeah, smart people. No, um, it's a kindergarten okay. right here. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Sorry. Clem Clement. Clement. I, my, my Spanish is really bad. <laughs> no. So, so the, the branch is amazing. It's a, it's a PVR viewport branch. And it, it makes the viewport so good. I'm going to link the, the video in the description so you can see it. It's on Vimeo. It's uh, it's just amazing. It just makes the, the viewport so good with the reflections, with um, PVR, right? Photorealistic. For cycles, materials and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you change things on cycles. You see wow. the fog. You see it's so good. Cool. You should check it out. I need to yes. right now. Like right now. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll Andy, where are you? Andy, come back. <laughs> And that's pretty much it. I will stop talking for a bit because then, yes. And this was the Pablo Institute of Lab, the Pablo Podcast, PP. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's uh, pick it up with uh, something uh, regarding us here in the studio. So studio news is uh, that uh, in uh, uh, June, 15th, 17th of June, we are going to have a little trip and go to the Annecy Animation Festival. So 
it's going Yay, to be very you. nice. We Feel are going good. to be showing Blender, Blender Cloud, and Blender Studio, and things that we are working on. And uh, one of the reasons why we are going to be there is because uh, by then we will hopefully have something to show regarding the Agent 327 project. What's wow. that? <laughs> What is that? So, what, what is it? by the time you are listening to this, uh, uh, you, there is gonna be an uh, announcement. There is an announcement out that uh, uh, goes more into the details about the project. Uh, we we talked about it and advertised it uh, already in the past. Uh, we've been working on it already for a bit over a year, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. I mean, we it, worked a year ago and then we didn't work for a year. Sure. Then. Yeah. yeah. Anton has also been working <laughs> no, on no, it. Anton has been yeah. busy with it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's very interesting. And uh, what is going to happen is that uh, from now, since a week, we've been working on a character test, a character animation, character study project. So we started this. We don't know how to call it, but yeah, something with a character and fun stuff yeah, happening. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a project that is uh, meant to uh, allow us, uh, it, it will allow us to, to study and to uh, dive in the universe of the agent and to explore the character itself. And uh, we are going, we are planning to share the process and we're going to share the content on the cloud. And how we are going to do this, it's still a little bit under discussion because, of course, uh, the agent itself is not uh, uh, an IP from the studio. It comes from Martin Lodewijk, the celebrated comic book artist. And uh, we are finding uh, um, an agreement with him with the help of Creative Commons to find the right way to share it. Because, of course, for us, it's super important to keep this as open as possible. This is the whole what the whole business is about. So... Regarding the timeline, it will be uh, published and it will be updated in the future, but we plan to work on this for a few months, starting now. And uh, the roles here in the studio are going to be with uh, Hjalti, taking care of uh, direction and animation direction Ooh. of this. Mr. Director! <laughs> I got this tiny gold star. <laughs> yeah, we, yep. And uh, with uh, Andy working mainly in the character, character design, character department, and uh, with Pablo working mainly in the environment and uh, design as well. And uh, there is going to be uh, Juan Pablo. He is also going to be involved in the character TD area. And possibly in the future, we might look into expanding the team to handle this uh, more quickly. But this is, of course, uh, open to how, how the things evolve in the, in the upcoming weeks. So that being said, we are going to be talking about this agent thing in the next uh, Blender Institute podcasts for a bit, because yeah. that's what actually people are going to be up to. Well, I mean, we are, we are con we're sharing stuff on the cloud all the time. We're going to be continue making tutorials. That won't stop. And the the thing you were saying about the, the the license and what to share or not, that's mainly for the characters. But like, if we make a chair, if we make a texture, if we make a, a shaders, we make assets, anything, we can share it, mm -hmm. and we will share it. So there will be content coming on the cloud. Um, there will be special treatment for the characters, maybe, but everything else, and the, everything how we set up the shot and and the the walkthroughs that we do and everything. All the process that the same way we did it for Cosmos and Caminandes will be the same. So there is really not a lot of, 
different here. Yeah, definitely. It is fascinating though because the uh, I feel like the Blender Institute is um, it like pushes the boundaries a little bit on on you know copyrights and what does it mean, what does CC mean, and all these different variations of it. And this is exactly the kind of area where it gets so fussy to me as total layman that I don't understand it. And it, it is fascinating to see where you have an intellectual property, but you are making something new out of it. So it's a derivative of some sort, but at the same time, there is an original IP. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll allow smarter people than me to elaborate on that, but it is, it is cool because you think you understand it. And then like, it takes somebody to with a, you know, a doctor maybe, mm-hmm. no? Okay, another kind of doctor <laughs> to talk about it. And, and you're like, ah, okay, I didn't, I didn't really understand it. Yeah, but uh, there is one thing though, from what I hear also from Tom, the discussions that is going on with the Creative Commons is definitely something new. So also they have a little bit of a hard time uh, fitting that into how these things are explained. And even if though legally you can find an explanation, they don't really make it official yet. So uh, they should put some more info on their website. But this is, as, as you say, is a little bit of a gray area. So it's going to be very interesting how in the end this gets worked out. But we will definitely get it worked out. So, well, I mean, that being said, I think it would be interesting to hear what have you guys been up to in the past week, actually, like last week as well, maybe, if you have something interesting. And uh, what about you, Andy? Andy? Wow. Andy, Andy, Andy. 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 Oh, yeah, I'm back. I just checked out. <laughs> no, I didn't, but I'm going to. Um, yeah, I worked on character design exploration stuff the last week. Uh, we are not going to feature the agent, the main character in this little clip. We also have, uh, um, well, a villain. well, we have a, a villain, have a villain yeah. which is uh, the most important thing because uh, it's a kind of. I mean, probably you should talk about the 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 whole story of that whole thing. But yeah, we have a villain. Mm. We have uh, a secondary character who is only in the background, and then. From like from from hearing you talk over the like across the room, I he- heard there's also like an evil princess and a tiger <laughs> and an army of minions. No, 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 and, no, no, <laughs> fair. <laughs> Bald tiger. Complicated yeah. things. Uh, things happen when Ton and I talk about things, and then it escalates all of a sudden, and <laughs> all of a sudden it's just... with Ton it escalates. <laughs> oh no, no, never, never. of course not. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the the villain was uh, one of the big question marks of this. Uh, and um, I'm not sure if, like, maybe next year, next week, we can elaborate a little bit. But his yep. face is very uh, striking. It's very unique <laughs> in the comics. Uh, it's a it's a sort of a, a sickly pale face, and it distorts like like unlike you've seen anything before. Malleable, before. yeah, apparently. malleable. Yeah. yeah, that's the right word. So, um, so the the big question was. Can we actually do something like that? So, and then uh, that's what I made uh, a first little test, a little sculpting test for, uh, just to see if it's possible. And uh, Tonda sent that stuff to Martin Lodewijk, and I was like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he liked it. Um, I'm yeah. super happy about that. Very so, pleased with it. Yeah. Cool. So now I'm just going back to the agent, uh, patching up the topology. Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. We just have to. Um, I'm actually not the big topology expert myself, but uh, just 
straightening out things and uh, re like from feedback that we had from Martin because we visited him last week in Rotterdam. Um, uh, there was some feedback regarding the ears and features of the body and little things. Of course, he knows the, the whole character inside out. So um, it was really uh, great to get feedback from him to, to, to tell exactly what is that little corner of the nose that <laughs> is so special about the, the agent. So yeah. that was super great. And overall, he's very positive and uh, he gives great feedback. Yeah. And uh, yeah, now we can just see how far we can get with that and then report again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And, and th this is going to... Um, be this is also this is also going to test the dependency cycle for Blender. So there are going to be some, you know, Blender testings going on. I don't know how to elaborate on that. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, but we we we're, will try to. We're yeah. going to switch the Blender dependency graph on the new one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And hope we won't break anything, or hope we will break. We, we, will break break we need to yeah. break. We yeah. need to break it. There, there, on every project, there are Blender development uh, targets, and this is no exception. Exactly. So we have, and we now have a full-time Russian here. Yeah. So professional uh, <laughs> Russian. Yes. So this project might be a canary in the coal mine for dependency graph. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. All right. And then, of course, there will be object nodes and everything, new particle oh. systems mm. and uh, cloth simulation and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. we don't have hair, though. That's good. Not so much, at least. Well, we have hair, but yeah. yeah. But mm. I would love to, to, to test... Um, the, the mesh cache and then sculpt on it so to have like this dude that has a weird face yeah totally. so the animators can do anything with it it's, that would be pretty cool to see yeah hopefully right yeah we have yeah, to yeah. We, we really have to define our pipeline for this still so every a lot of the 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 workflow is open right now yeah yeah the basic things we want to get out of this just as like a brief or overall thing is we want to be able to uh, we want to be able to demonstrate that we can make this um, this style or whatever style this is. Try to make our own version of this comic book style. Uh, and at the same time, make a couple of more characters that live in this world. So we can establish that we, we have the capability of making the, these, this style sync up. And we want to have it so that it both functions as an introduction... And also it features a scene which is uh, more action-driven. So like a fight scene or something like that. So we're trying to balance those things and not have it be, you know, it's not going to be a five-minute thing or whatever. This is going to be maybe a minute and a half, maybe, depending on all the variables. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm trying to do a storyboard thing on a jig now. And it, yeah, so many variables, so many things that could go wrong or great or whatever. <laughs> we'll go great. We'll go great. Well, yeah, before you tell us more about what you've actually been doing, I'd like to ask Pablo what he's been up to because I think there is also some cloud interesting stuff. Yes. Yeah, we escaped directly to the agent, but actually we've been working on the cloud. There has been uh, um, been publishing, trying to publish weekly a, a video tutorial. So last week, this week, is a breakdown spreadsheet. So, I basic I asked on Twitter. Uh, there were many topics, and I asked on Twitter which one people liked to to have to to see to watch to learn about. 
And to my surprise, it was the breakdown, the, the spreadsheet, like a Google spreadsheet. People wanted to know about it. So that, that was pretty interesting. I met, a, I locked myself in the, in the, in the room and looked at it, looked at our, uh, our directory structure and how could I explain it more clearly. So I went through it and then I explained how we set up well, some of the, the folder structure, how we name shots, how we split our work, how we gave different levels of complexity to the shots uh, regarding animation and, and compositing and lighting and everything. So it's a, it ended up being a bit long, 16 minutes, but uh, it, I, people liked it so far. It's, it's like some sort of production tips, things you don't find in uh, your regular Blender tutorial site, which is nice, always nice to share. So if, if you have seen it, uh, let me know if you like it or not. And keep doing this, this kind of, of tutorials. Also, some um, characters having appearing on the cloud, mm -hmm. the new from Sintel, the, the baby dragon and the auto dragon, both are now on the cloud. And there are two new coming because Andy, Hey, you also been Sintaling around. I, uh, apart from all the agent stuff, I've also been working on uh, Sintel which is uh, fun because I've actually not worked on the film. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's something completely different uh, because it's, yeah, it's not a character that I've, that I've worked on, not like Big Bug Bunny where I know all the textures and all the shaders. So I've, I had to dig through the file and uh, m make sure that I don't forget anything. And uh, Sintel is almost ready to go. Hjalti rigged her completely. And uh, I... I, I just have to make sure that all the shaders uh, render uh, fast enough so it's not too too slow, especially with all, with all the subsurface scattering. And then, yeah, Sintel is going to be back on the cloud. Nice. And also, I heard some old dude is coming. Yeah, some yeah. shaman also. Yeah, I finished doing the face and, and it, it was not easy because he has so much stuff going on in his face. He's got a beard and all this uh, different geometry. So whenever you want to update any of the drivers, you have to do it six times and if you do a mistake you've now multiplied that mistake by oh. six times <laughs> you have to redo it uh which is fine fine and dandy and i finished the face and then i kind of scrolled down a little bit to check out the rest of his body because i was so fo focused on this big challenge of doing the face and then i realized uh in Sintel, he didn't have a body Oops. Ah. Hey, where are you looking? At? Yeah. yeah. So, so Pervert. Has, oh, come on. <laughs> so he has this big ass rope on him. Rope, rope. Rope, 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 rope. rope. Yeah. And, uh, cloth. Yeah, cloth, <laughs> yeah. And if you hide it, there's nothing underneath, really. It's a couple of boots and then everything up until like his nipples or whatever, That that's nothing, nothing there. Does he have any? Nipples? Yeah. I have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> I, I, I actually don't remember. Okay, we'll report back. <laughs> yeah, all right. All Stay right. tuned. <laughs> uh, so besides that, I mean, that that kind of raised the question, do we just throw it on the cloud, not like kind of not working because you're the user is supposed to just do his own little cloth sim, which sounds a bit lame because, you know, that's I don't think that's what the character library should be. It should be you take the character and you can just start animating and play with it, even if, you know, even if the rig is always going to be a little bit cheaper than doing a full cloth sim. So if people really want to do that, there's still that option. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, so I came up with a solution that's kind of a half and half. 
and um, it worked would have worked great in the new dependency <laughs> uh, structure, but yeah. because we have to do it in the old one, uh, there's some feedback loops and stuff that will not work. And I tried a different workaround. So no, I just, I have to do it the old fashioned way, I think. Just, it's going to look great. And you can always add uh, some simulation on top. People can add their own simulation on yeah, top, but yeah. at least the guy moves. At least, yeah, exactly. At least they can play around with him and, and do some animation, some fun stuff, if they want to. I don't know. I don't, I'm not hearing anyone. Like, <laughs> you think you're going to see a shaman doing parkour? In oh, the, yeah, I would yeah. love to, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then every time he jumps, it's like, whoosh, you yeah, the thing go up. Yeah. And, whoa! Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's a bit drafty in here. <laughs> <laughs> Could be fun. I can do like the Marilyn Monroe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, the problem was that during Sintel, we used CloudSim for, we had the brilliant idea of using CloudSim for the shaman for the entire row. So the, the few shots where you see the shaman sitting down next to the fire, uh, that was a nightmare. So yeah. And even the dragons had a CloudSim in the, in the wings. The worst idea ever. Don't do it. Just <laughs> add a few bones. Give the work to the animators and yeah. Yeah. If it's if it's not if it's just a small thing, then you know you can't just add a bone and make the animators yeah. do it. If like you, you know, cross simulation is such a huge thing that you really need to justify it for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> can, are people really like zooming in in 4K and and looking at those pixels? No. no probably not. Maybe. <laughs> Cool. So this is a lot of uh, cloud things uh, going on. Maybe uh, since we are talking about the cloud, before we go back to more agent things, we could have a chat with Sibran. Hello. Hey. Hello. And uh, there is also something uh, regarding the, the cloud itself. So usually we give a little update on what is the status of things and so on. So we know next week we are going to come out with a more clear plan for everybody to mm -hmm. to know uh, what the cloud is going to do. And uh, I'd like to ask you if uh, you can give us a bit uh, an overview of uh, what you've been doing uh, in the past days and uh, what is uh, like, how is the outlook on, on the next uh, couple of weeks for you? Well, what I've been doing in the last days is a lot of work on the Blender ID, Blender cloud integration so that we have a nice framework where the Blender Cloud add-on in Blender is just one of the add-ons that use the Blender ID for identification. Uh, so other people could write their own service. Uh, maybe the Blender Guru or the Cookies can have their services available with authentication against Blender ID all in, in Blender Cloud and all without mixing up authentication tokens and everything. So that gives us future, nice future possibilities. And I've also been working on the integration of Attract in the uh, Blender Cloud add-on. Hey, what is Attract? What oh, is, what is it? It sounds It's attractive. a very attractive system for mm. managing your shots. So it keeps track of how long shots are, which order they are in. Uh, basically, you have an overview of your, of your edit. Does it feature a handy thumbnail? Of course. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I mentioned a little bit. This on is the... not scripted. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh, I was looking at Chatty like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mentioned a little bit about it on the tutorial about the, the, the breakdown because 
breakdown that we were using is a spreadsheet, but if we had a tract, which yeah. we had during Cosmos, that's great because you're going to have thumbnails, tasks attached to per, to users and everything. So it's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. And Francesco and I have loads of discussions about how, how we're going to do things, how dynamic it's going to be. Uh, because of course, the, the way we do things here in the studio may not be what other people want to do. So it has to be a dynamic system with dynamic properties and dynamic everything, but not everything because then nothing works. Uh, so we have to find that right balance between everything smooth and nice and nice user interface, but still dynamic enough for lots of people to use. Yeah, and that's also why we, we try to make this as open as possible. Well, of course, all the development we do is open, but uh, uh, probably not so uh, so easy to, to see if, uh, if you are outside. Um, but uh, what we try, we will try to do next week and in the upcoming weeks is really like get also more communication and feedback to see, okay, is this usable? This is what we plan to do. And uh, it would be great because the reason why we are integrating it in the cloud is so that everybody can benefit from it. So we understand, as uh, Cyprian says, that everybody has their own uh, needs. So we try to, to go for, for that. Yeah. Also, the different projects have their own needs, right? Like uh, if you're making... Uh, Caminandes, you have, I don't know, the smoke scene for the train. But if you're making the agent, you probably have it. So you could have like dynamic properties only for a specific shot or tasks. Yeah, exactly. Or the grass simulation in Cosmos, for example. That was a pretty unique case. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what makes a tool like that handy. And that's what made, uh, uh, you know, working with a spreadsheet, uh, what makes working with a spreadsheet so convenient normally, because you can just fire it up, share it with your... Uh, with your collaborators, add your custom columns for whatever you're working on, and then you just draw little green blocks and that's it, you're done. So to get that level of usability on a system <laughs> that is hooked up with the Blender sequence editor, that's, uh, yeah, it's a different uh, level of complexity. So also during Cosmos, we had the same challenge of, you know, working with a spreadsheet where everything is instantaneous or trying to make something that is more deeply connected with our actual shots with tasks and with the users and really finding a way to keep track of it also from the production side because then everybody has a different view. An artist uh, needs to see his uh, daily task list as a producer needs to know what's coming up for the next two months. So to be able to view that data from different angles, that's a big challenge. It's like a filtering system. Yeah, I remember animators had a list of all the shots that they had to to work on or with lighting also we had it. And that's pretty nice. That's You don't get that on a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. exactly. So yeah, I think that is going to be very exciting with Cibran to work on in the yeah. next uh, few weeks. So we will it keep is. posted, right? And for, for people that keep track of dates and, and contracts and everything, uh, I will be working here for another month. So <gasps> also Yay. during May, yeah. That's yeah, exactly. cool. I'm very excited about that. Nice, the weather is getting great. <laughs> <laughs> and the ice cream store yeah. open. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, good times. Yeah, yeah, and because uh, Sebring is going to be around more, that's why we really try to push out a better release of this system as soon as possible so that then Sebring is still around for a while to help out with this and keep it on track so that yeah. we can maybe get even more subscribers and then maybe Sebring can stay another week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> per week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or more. Well, <laughs> Days. Yay. You can have a counter, you know, like the number of subscribers. So let's, let's keep Sivran in. Yeah. <laughs> let's subscribe, subscribe. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's great to, to be working with someone uh, here um, that is full-time on the cloud. So thank you, Sivran, for, for making the cloud awesome. So that's, that's really cool. 
All right. Anyway, Pablo, besides uh, all the cool cloud stuff that uh, you've been working on, uh, what about the agent? The agent. So I've been uh, assigned, sort of, uh, to, to look you into... You took the, it from me. From <laughs> me. The environment. The safe no, environment. the safe environment. <laughs> but otherwise, I have to do characters. And I suck at characters. I'm not really good at it. If they are not furry and with idiot faces, then uh, <laughs> we can I, add furry characters. We we can, can we? No. Yes. No. Koro cameo. Koro, <laughs> oh, that would be so nice. Our OT, OT or sitting somewhere. Oh, oh. Agent fights a llama. <laughs> oh. oh no. No, that's lame. You wouldn't oh. fight a llama. Have you seen them? It's like yeah, they'll spit on you. The, well, and and go like full. Oh, you mean you would lose? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so those he has a gun. Uh, does, he ha does he fire the gun ever? No. I'll make him. Oh, all right. So, environment. We were uh, discussing about having. Uh, I think in the original comic, he's in Rotterdam, but we were thinking of just moving it to Amsterdam. But you know, there is a Rotterdam Amsterdam thing going on. Always is historical, <laughs> right? Really, right? Yeah. I heard Rotterdam is really not that great. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> shots fired. Well, well, we don't have anyone from Rotterdam here to defend. Yeah, so, so we can't say anything. Mention it in the comments. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Go nuts and uh, flood the comments. So, but but besides that, this is also supposed to take place. Um, not not now. Not in the the twenties, the two thousands. Yeah, I think it's said maybe closer to the seventies. Something but like it, that. It's supposed yeah. to be kind of timeless, but I think I think it's before the whole technology bubble. Yeah, yeah. But I think they had a they they had a great phrase for that in the Incredibles. Yeah, it was just set in that time, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, so we'll pick that maybe. Yeah, yeah that's good. Set in that time. And back in the day, Amsterdam wasn't as pretty as it is right now. Like mm -hmm. right, right now, it's, everything is everywhere is super clean and perfect, but not back in the day. And since there is this Rotterdam-Amsterdam thing, instead of doing it in Rotterdam, we do it in Amsterdam, but crappy Amsterdam. A bit uh, shabby, a bit uh, not as clean yeah. and a bit not as perfect. As an homage to Rotterdam? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, we, we've been looking at the YouTube videos um, of the, the films that Ed van der Elske made uh, back in the early 80s. So That's it's amazing. really interesting to see that. It's really, well, it's really different how it looks. And it's very interesting looks. I've never done something like that. So uh, at first, uh, my first thought was to make it all nice and pretty and cuddly and uh, beautiful and warm and then just nah. candy land. But this is a different approach, so it's, it's fun. I've been doing some research on uh, getting the uh, inspiration for it, getting some... Uh, well, this video was great. <laughs> and now I've, I've moved to actually doing... I'm not really good with collage, like getting pictures and doing all together. But So I moved to Blender directly and uh, just started modeling something and then breaking it and then adding trash on it. Yeah. So I think I will go with that for the next few days and have something for the, the end of the week. Hopefully we can put up on the... On the cloud nice. soon. Bring back the weeklies. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Again. So if you're in, in Amsterdam on a Friday, just uh, write an email to ton at blender.org and uh, he will invite Reply. you. Yeah. Yes. You'll, you'll come over, see our stuff, drink beer, and have fun. Yeah. Maybe get shot by a Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, okay. It's ready. <laughs> but yeah, we're 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 back with the weeklies. Uh, we are going to we uh, we're not gonna make the videos like in the Caminandes yet, but uh, we are definitely sharing our work. So if you're around, drop by. So yeah, the environments basically. I mean, uh, I even took a bike from <laughs> from uh, from Mango Project from Tears of Steel. And wow. playing with that. Oh, they had a bike mm. in there. Oh, we had yeah. so many bike models. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are they on the cloud? They are on the the assets from from Tears of Steel are on the cloud. But I think maybe we should publish the individual objects because they're so much fun. Yeah, like that. All the little details, the 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 the, the voltage. The boxes oh, yeah. from the street, the, yeah. the street lamps, the That's bicycles. So cool. Well, the amount of uh, gunk that the uh, yeah. that the uh, uh, Ian made, and yeah. the bicycles. I think maybe there's even a couple so of bicycles cute. that I made. I completely forgot. Really? Yeah. You made them? Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure because I'm. I think Andy also made something. But no, uh, I didn't make anything. I just used stuff. Ah, yeah. So yeah. so, and so of is Nicola also did. Yeah, he of, made uh, a great yeah. great shaders mm-hmm. too. So is it time for an assets library on the cloud? I guess. Mm-hmm. We have the character one. Unless you want to put ice on the bike, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be great, actually, because it, it's really a lot of assets and yeah. it could be cool. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been up to. Awesome. Cool. Well, that brings us to Mr. Hjalti. Hello. Hey, so Hello. lately I've been seeing you sitting on a table with uh, your uh, yeah. banging your head. Yeah. Against it. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. well, Just, yeah, that's uh, that's how you do it, basically. Yeah, that's so, how you yeah, Story uh, development. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I learned a lot from seeing some of the behind the scenes videos of Centel, of Colin banging his head. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, you, I, when I got here, I saw Mathieu banging his head. Yeah, so then, I figured, you know, you got to do it. You yeah. got to do it. Yeah. You know, Pablo's forehead is all black and gray and weird like it's just all the banging all, all the right banging. Yeah. it's just crying all right so um, well what have you been up to so i wrote um i i kind of scribbled some notes regarding um like what could happen uh for this thing and I wouldn't kind of call it a script to begin with. It was just some a beat list of suggestions, what what could happen and what order it could happen and what would be interesting, what wouldn't. Like a treatment. And, yeah, it's kind of a treatment. Yeah. And then got some feedback on that. And after a few versions of that, I had something that started looking more like a script where it actually had a little bit of dialogue, a little bit of this and that. And um, people seemed to be happy with it, at least as, you know, a version to then work with a little bit more. Um, what I should have done is just start doodling and scribbling on post-it notes. But instead, I was like, no, I have already the <clears throat> the agent's model and the rig, kind of, you know, the crappy one, but it's still usable for layout. And I'll just start doing my own little layout thing. And I started doing that. And the problem is that it's... Uh, it's too much information, so you don't, you just don't allow yourself to be a little bit freer to, you know, come up with different scenarios or different takes on this or that. And uh, that's what I was doing last week. Mm-hmm. And I ended up with a version that got a lot of feedback, but then it gets a li- you get a little bit bogged down from the feedback because you want to restructure it, but now you're kind of stuck with the structure and you can't get it out of your, out of your head because. It has all this, you know, like you can't unsee it. 
Um, so now I am, I'm literally just went to the corner of the office behind the wall and I started banging my head there and doodling with post-it notes. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. Crying and yeah, all that stuff. Cool. But hopefully I'll, I'll, you know, by the end of this week, I'll have something that's, that flows well, that fits most of the criteria. It doesn't need to have the right angles or camera lenses or like all that stuff will come later. Right now, it's all about the beats and what happens in the story. And as long as it's not, you know, five minutes or two minutes or whatever, it needs to be kind of condensed, but don't, but not necessarily feel condensed. Not like we're like, oh, yeah, here's, da, 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 and that's our thing. Mm -hmm. So it flows well. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that was my week. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was uh... yeah, it, was, <laughs> it looked great. So we will find a way also to share this. Of course, now it's still in heavy development, so it's more, you know, we need to take time to think about it yep. and pitch yep. it. And uh, we should, we definitely are reviewing this work together because that's what makes, uh, what helps making a story good. Is not that you have to bang your head. Well, uh, you know, you, there is some head banging required though yeah i'm course. also i'm Definitely. also lowering my intake of coffee i'm usually have uh, three cups of coffee a day i was up to three cups now i'm i'm trying to only go for one that's why i'm really slow right now i'm kind of crashing wow. how do you survive man? how do you survive <laughs> you're a brave person yeah, yeah. i'm shaking <laughs> why would you it's like stop smoking in the middle of a production like <laughs> <laughs> you don't do you that. don't do that just no. go for it <laughs> all in all in yeah wow. today I didn't, I didn't even smoke before this project, so <laughs> no, that's no, just, no, just, just <laughs> take take this. <laughs> oh wow, man! It's a friend. We, we don't do not endorse smoking. No, we don't no, endorse no, anything. No, 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 Nobody no. here. Actually, in this, uh, we are all five people here. No, Nobody smoke smokes. Nobody. No. No. Smoke-free sound. Mm -hmm. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. Learn. Yeah. Keep it that way. <laughs> Keep it that way. All right. Well, that uh, anyway sounds very exciting. So I look forward to hear more next week. Yes. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so optimistic. <laughs> I'm just a broken shell yeah, of a man right now. It's a, it's a face. It's a face. It will pass. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Well, then maybe we have just a couple more minutes to go over the cloud questions. Yes, cloud questions. So there are a few from the last po last podcast. Uh, one of them, um, I wish Sergey was here because it's optical flow in Blender, which I think is not implemented. We're not using any kind of optical flow to help tracking or do retiming. So the answer is no. Yeah. Next question about the license. It is very unclear on the cloud about the license of the content. I know that everything here is Creative Commons, but it's not mentioned on every page. Could you add this? Yes. Yes, we will. We it's will uh, on our to-do list, actually, and, and not uh, published. Well, we, we are waiting to push some updates to the Blender Cloud, and it's really on top of our priority list to communicate this very well. We are going to get also an improved uh, uh, about page that explains more about the cloud service itself for people who want to know, because right now our homepage, if you're not logged in, gives you already quite a bit of information, but we need like a more permanent place to store all that. And so the license also we, uh, Pablo suggested to have them embedded in every asset, almost like you would do when you load a YouTube video, you can pick the license. So we will find a way to do that automatically for every asset that we create. So it's very clear and uh, you can't uh, make mistakes with it. Yeah. So and a quick question, a quick answer is that everything pretty much is Creative Commons and textures are CC0 even, the, the texture library. Yeah. yeah. 
but everything else is uh, Creative Commons, but CC Creative Commons. by. Yeah, CC right. by attribution. So as long as you say, hey, this is from the cloud, it's all right. Next. Um, and the last question, actually. Huh, interesting. <laughs> any, uh, any of you have any side projects besides uh, what you do at the Blender Institute or everything you do mm. <laughs> all your life? Basically, is when when he says side projects, I guess like is that hobbies or just side I, projects? I think we mentioned it once about the hobbies, but yeah, it, it okay. says side projects. Okay. So I don't know if it's three D projects or. Um, Andy has an album. What? Andy has an album. Bam! He makes music. Now it's public. The news is out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy is acknowledging. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And makes robots. Yeah. And. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, that means I start. <laughs> I guess. Well, my side project here in the Institute, but it's a side project, <laughs> is actually the 3D printer. Yes. Uh, a while ago from one of our developers, we got a 3D printer who didn't use it. Uh, and it is a rather old one. It's still great, but mm -hmm. it's a bit like outdated by today's standards of open source 3D printers. And it's uh, Lulzbot A0100, which is, I think, from 2012 or so. It's uh, one uh, it was based on a, a Prusa Mendel or so. I don't know. It's, it has a very sturdy aluminum frame, and I'm, I'm using it to 3D print stuff here in the studio every <laughs> once in a while, which is fun. And uh, yeah, I'm also working on various music projects, uh, mainly... Uh, one, yeah, I'm I'm working on an album that I haven't published in two years that I need to get out there. So cool. I'm kind of looking for the right platform for it. Maybe I'll just put it on 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 what's it called? SoundCloud. Sound? No, no, the, the other thing. Ah, the, the Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Yeah, yeah, I have a Bandcamp account. Never used it. Oh, it's great. I bought a, a track the other day. Yeah, I think one person bought one thing of an album. I published something on Bandcamp. It's, it's nice <laughs> and it's super simple. Like, yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, talking about uh, music, someone else also is a musician and is like looking at the clock. Because, yeah. Because uh, I have to go to band practice. Uh, <laughs> oh. I play drums in a ska reggae band called The Soundabout. Um, so. Does it have it. a website? It has a website. <laughs> no Check it way. out. On, yes, on soundabout.nl. <laughs> Uh, it's all in Dutch, so uh, <laughs> good luck. Lekker, <laughs> lekker. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I actually have to leave in a few minutes for band practice. Cool. Right. Nice. What, you you play drums and how yeah. is that, like, that fun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have your cymbals here, that's why I'm asking. Like, Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we also have a singer and a bass player, guitar, mm -hmm. uh, trumpet, and trombone. Yeah. So we're six people, and we write our own songs. And you're also working on an album. I'm also working <laughs> yeah. on an album. What? Yes. Uh, uh. I recorded uh, late last year, and I'm putting the final touches on it with uh, mixing and mastering. Wow. So awesome. next week, this podcast, Battle of the Bands. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Can replace the intro. And yeah. yeah, we're also on Bandcamp, so you can buy your stuff there, and we're on nice. iTunes and Spotify and 
YouTube. Everywhere. 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 Yeah, cool. awesome. In the cloud, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> cool. What about you, Francesco? Yeah, what are your side projects? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Also music related. I I hear, I heard. I Yeah, well, I started one of my New Year resolution was to actually play more this year. And uh, I I would say that I failed. <laughs> uh, Come on, it, it, it's only April. It's, it's now time to say that, yeah, well, the beginning of the year, it's been four months already. So I was planning to... Uh, record every month one simple piece with the piano. I play the piano. And so far I recorded two, but they didn't publish any of them. And, uh, what? Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's just little pieces. For example, I like Schumann. So uh, there are very, very simple pieces he made that I studied when I was a kid. So I would like to just start very humble again and uh, record them and then put them online. But uh, I don't have a lot of Under time. a pseudonym, maybe? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. But uh, that's uh, that's something I try to do. But uh, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, one thing. And then I, I keep busy with a lot of uh, web projects that uh, I, I sometimes work with, with Pablo. And, uh, and yeah, like um, Blender Today or other things. So that's... Pretty much it. Talking about Blender today, what about you, Pablo? Oh, what's up with Blender today? So my side projects. Hmm. Well, I tried many things over the over the years, and nothing uh, sticked. Uh, especially music didn't stick. Ballet, opera. But yeah, all at once, opera, uh, ballet. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't try that. It didn't suit me right. That yeah. was a bit. <laughs> the two tours too long. Yeah, it was too long. We'll step on it. Yeah. You know, trip. <laughs> Not pink enough. So yeah. many <laughs> things went wrong that I stopped the, the the music. I actually bought a violin. Actually, with my first job, I bought a violin for myself. Oh, cool. You told it. me the violin in Buenos Aires, right? What you... uh, no, I, I had it on my hometown, and then I had to. I, I got called for working in Plumiferos, and then I had to move to the big city where they live in apartment, like on top of each other. <laughs> they don't live in houses yeah. that are ten meters from each other. So that was weird. Uh, because as, you as can, a drummer, I know how you feel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, but houses are meant to be separate. People don't listen to you. Anyway, I couldn't bring the, the violin. I gave it to my cousin and then I bought a piano, like a synthesizer. And then I had to travel here. I bought it and it was literally like a few weeks later, I had to travel for your Frankie. So I can't bring a whole thing. And then I stayed for a year, two years, three years. I gave it to a friend. So that's my experience with buying stuff <laughs> and failing, especially musical instruments. Then I bought a few uh, MIDI controllers that I wanted to do some visuals and mix stuff, but I also gave up on that um, because there were not too many Linux options. Then I learned, tried to learn pure data processing, and then I gave up because <laughs> I learned it and then I it for a few months and then you forget. And then I wanted to use the game engine for that, to learn the game engine, and I totally gave up. <laughs> but so, my yeah. side projects nowadays involve, uh, besides having uh, fun with little websites like Blender Today or like back in the day we had Graphical um, for building stuff, just community services stuff. Um, no, I'm trying to uh, go into making uh, pictures and videos now more. Just go around with the camera and record and just have an excuse to, to do something else. Uh, last year when we were doing the the weeklies and editing the, the weeklies were so much fun. 
that it made me want to record stuff, videos. So cool. I made a one when I went to, to Italy, I made a little video on my YouTube channel and it felt so nice. Just put a, some music, put some videos and then suddenly you have a memory for that trip that is better than just a, a few pictures. So I think I'm going to keep doing that. Cool. Hjelti, hello. What is your side project or side projects? Uh, is there some yeah weapons? Nerf no? gun yeah. modifications going on. Three <laughs> D printing. Uh, That's a hot some, thing right now. Yeah, so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> with some help from Andy, I've been I've been playing around with three D printing and modifying parts for our Nerf guns. Mister Hjelti here has been talking <laughs> us into buying our own Nerf guns, <laughs> and we did. Yeah, and we did it. No regrets, man. No regrets. <laughs> like so much fun. Yeah, he showed up with a few Nerf guns, and then two <laughs> weeks later, I, like we had more. We have a plastic grenade. <laughs> <laughs> so well, yeah, that's something. High protection. Yeah, yeah. so much fun. Kids. Andy loves it. Yeah. Sibran <laughs> too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. But besides that, I have a lot of yeah. Sibran has to go. Okay. Oh, really quick. Um, I think my I have a lot of different things. I think the main thing probably is that. Um, in order to use some other part of my brain than animation, I, I like to play, modify, and create board games. I think board games are like my kind of second weird passion because it, it really, it's more, it's tangible, which animation isn't. So you can actually feel the pieces and you're like, you're moving around all that. It's social, which animation kind of isn't. You kind of have to lock yourself off and work on your two seconds for <laughs> a week or whatever. Uh, it's highly social and it, but it does require lateral thinking, which is what I really enjoy about it. Um, which does translate a little bit into animation. Like how, how would you approach this and then try to think of 14 other ways you can use these variables to approach it in a different way. But yeah, that's my short answer. I don't know. I'm a nerd all the way through. <laughs> it's fun. There's no coolness in the core. It's just ah. it's nerd all the way down. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, then um, I think, I think wraps up, yeah, yeah, this is us. And um, thanks a lot for following us. Uh, if you have more questions, if you want to learn more about what we do and uh, what is coming up in the cloud, if you have any comments, just drop us a line. And uh, see you next time here on the Blender Institute podcast. See you. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the Blender Institute podcast, brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Are you in need of real-time cloud simulation? Buy a Commandantes t-shirt on the cloud, or Commandantes.com, or somewhere. Store.blender.org. <laughs>